and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. Give me just a second. Uh-huh. Just gonna... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it really hurts. Owie. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that hurt real bad. My mom used to do that, and she had this one toe that would just, like, pop out of place. <laughs> oh, no. So it always scares me. I'm just going to end up like my mom with a weird toe. But <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. You okay? Yeah. Oh. Oh, that hurts so bad. <laughs> okay. <sighs> I know when my foot hurts, I, like when I do that, I don't want anyone to talk to me, so I'm just going to wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, just, so if I'm being real quiet, it's not because I don't care. It's just... <laughs> she probably needs her privacy in this <laughs> moment. Because I just get so mad. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh! Yeah, no, I don't want I'm okay. To talk to me. <laughs> yeah, we should just start actually because it'll make me feel better. Okay, yeah. I think actually that should be our start. Should just no, no. <laughs> yes, that's so funny. <laughs> I'm, gonna, oh. I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. Make an executive decision. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> oh, dead things. Dead things. How's it going, dead Jen? Things with Jen and Sarah. Hello. Oh, my toe, my poor oh, toe. Oh <laughs> no, how are you? I'm sorry. That's okay. It's my little pinky toe too. It's not even the big one. No, big one that, that's what hurts the most. I think you one yeah. hurts the most. Yeah. I think what hurts the most is like the loss of pride. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many different ways that you can lose pride. <laughs> I feel like that's not the worst. So you're doing okay. Yeah. I guess that's a good point. And plus, there's nobody here in the apartment either, so it's not like... It does remind me... It reminds me of that YouTube video of that lady doing the wine stomping. Have you ever seen that video? No, I have not seen that video. Uh, she's like she's like a newscaster, and she's showing everybody how to like stomp wine with like an actual wine expert. So they're in these little vats of grapes, and they're stomping them. And then she trips, and she falls over the front of the barrel, but you could see that it like hits her shins. Like, that's where she tr- she trips at the shin. Oh, no. Which I, is unbelievably painful, I'm sure. She, like, then, because the mic is still on her, and the camera's still running, she just goes, ooh, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> And it's so sad. It's really funny. It's really... <laughs> it's, it's a viral video, so... <laughs> well, I will find that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I think I told you what my favorite YouTube videos are to watch, and... Which ones do you like? I feel kind of, I feel really bad about liking these ones, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I really like watching failed marriage proposals. For some oh. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, was... I, I think I've told you this before and you were like, why? What is, what is well, wrong with you? <laughs> I'm sure our listening audience would also like to know why. <laughs> I don't know. It's something that's so like, I mean, you, first of all, because a lot of them are fake and yeah. you have to like have a p- 
pretty keen eye to figure out which ones are fake. Um, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of them are because what they'll do is they'll do like these, cause it's like a, it's like a stunt, right? So they'll, yeah. they'll propose, you know, at like a huge, you know, like a basketball game or like yeah. at a, you know, at some kind of sporting event to try and get on the jumbotron. And then once they're on the jumbotron and, you know, and, and the person says no, then it's like a huge thing. And it's like, it's like, you know, it's just like a public art performance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's, there's part, so part of me is just trying to figure out which ones are real, and which ones are fake. Um, the ones that you can tell are real are usually, usually aren't that big, you know, they're yeah. like, yeah. there might be at like a, a restaurant or in front of like a family or you know, something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was, there was, a, there's been at least a few that have been at, um, at, you know, those big games that I, I kind of feel like are real. <laughs> but, I mean, there, there's been a few. There's definitely been a few. But you can usually tell if it's fake because, I don't know, the way that they react doesn't seem doesn't seem like authentic. They don't seem authentically sad or like shocked or they don't seem, you know what I mean? Like you could just tell yeah. there's, some, there's something kind of off about it. Um, I, I feel like there's been a rash of these fake Jumbotron bits that have been yeah. happening. Yeah, in the last two years. Yeah, I mean, I think that the older the older you get, the like the older video you get, the more likely it is it's probably a real thing. But like, that's fair. Yeah, but the the the, the ones now, I th- I feel like most of them, most of them are probably. But I I would say even the ones I've seen like at actual games or I've done like research for SeatGeek when I was doing that, it seems like they're paid for by the team to like be something that's happening in between action. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like it's a cool performance art thing that they tricked everybody. It seems like, well, it's a way to get the mascot out and doing stuff. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Even, like the, ones, one... even the ones where they're like, no thanks. <laughs> even those ones? Well, not even like, I mean, not necessarily just um, uh, proposals, but there's like a couple, like there's one really famous like gif or gif or however you pronounce it that um, is like the boyfriend is ignoring the girlfriend on his phone and she keeps keeps trying to like point out something that's happening in the game and then the mascot comes over and like steals his girl and oh, then he's yeah. like what? and then everybody's like ha ah! and it's so clear that it's fake yeah. and there's just a couple that I've seen like that at um like the Nets games and stuff like that they do stuff that seems lame it is lame I don't like that well you know what? I'm not the one who goes searching for it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I did, I guess. For <laughs> If I was like, okay, I like it on the internet, but if I was like at the game, that would annoy me. Sure. Just get on with it. I'm like one of those people. <laughs> I'd rather just I don't want cheerleaders. I don't yeah. want, I don't want oh, entertainment. I, I love all that stuff. I, I like want, when the no, old people dance. I, just want to see the game. I like when the kids get a chance to <laughs> shoot something that's impossible. I oh, like actually, when... when it, whenever kids are involved, I think it's really adorable. But like the... <laughs> But those like, but those like stunts, those like other kind of things. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I not, like when I'm they not here for that. Run a, a giant flag all the way across. That's fun. <laughs> I think you should be a mascot. I've always thought about it. I would. That. I used to be. I was the bird at Red Robin. For Were a you while. really? Oh, that's yeah, really I was. Funny. But I think you should be job. like a like a like a like a sports team mascot. I would have loved to have been Orbit. In Albuquerque, uh, he always seemed like be the best one. That. Yeah, totally. You'd be so you have to be a professional dancer, and you have to be able to do the splits. Oh, don't don't think I didn't look into this. <laughs> <laughs> you would know an awful lot about how to become a mascot. I yep. <laughs> I'd be the worst mascot. Really? Oh yeah. Well, maybe not. You're tall. You'd be a really good like tall mascot. I have. The, you could be. <laughs> I have the Jeffrey. Body for the, I have the body for a mascot. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But I don't have uh, the heart. 
You could do the thing where you jump on a trampoline and flip and do a dunk because you're also sports. Oh, I could, yeah. Free. If I, well, I think I'm too tall for that, but I. Oh. Just move the trampoline back. Flipping around. <laughs> no, but I mean like flipping around on a, on a trampoline. I think that's too hard for me. I'm 5'10". I don't know if I could make the full rotation. <laughs> Right, right, okay. Because sure, those, sure. those people right. that do those stunts are actually really short. They're like, and they need the trampoline because they're so short, you know? Sure, right, of course. I mean, I could just like, I could just jump on the trampoline maybe a couple of times to get the height and then do it, but I couldn't do a flip. Yeah. But that'd be really boring. That would actually, I was going to say, that would kind of be you as a mascot all encompassed. Yeah. It would just be you <laughs> running out and like jumping on the trampoline a couple of times and then being like, here's a basketball shot. And I'm then be done. like, I'm done. <laughs> I need to get back to work. You just hug your kid, and then that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> no other kids. Yeah, no other kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just I would just do it for August. Oh my god, yeah. if it was August, like if it was to be a mascot just for August, I would totally do it. I'd be the best <laughs> one. I'd be Who like a hundred percent. I'd give it like so much. I, I would learn that rotation. I would do it. What animal would he pick to be his mascot? Oh, um, oh, that's a good question. There's so many. Yeah, I know. Um, his. <laughs> His recent favorite animal, because he they, he goes through a few a year, but his recent his recent favorite animal is koala, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that would actually make a pretty good mascot. Except koalas sleep like twenty three hours out of the day, and he would make that, gives, that comment like I'm, he would say, "Well, technically koalas wouldn't like he would be very like specific about it." So yeah, that gives you a good out though. I that mean, does. You like, you like, oh, out, I'm yeah. so tired. Oh, <laughs> Flip really took it out of me. I think he'd want me to be a dinosaur. I'm going to be honest. I think he, he'd want me to be a triceratops. Oh, sure. Yeah. I think that's good choice. Be. Yeah. Uh, so we have a, we're doing a different segment today. I'm pretty excited about it, but that doesn't mean we're going to need a different noise for it. So yeah, we're going to need a different go. Go ahead and set it up. What are we, what are okay, we so, announce? Right. Announce what it is. Give but it a no, title. This is like, your, this this is really your cool. idea. I feel like you should okay. do it. Yeah. I'll give it a cool title. Yeah. Here we go. Um, and I'll give it a cool sporty sound, too. Okay, okay. so um, normally we do uh, what is considered and loved by all. Uh, it's it's maybe people's favorite part of the podcast, um, although I like all of the podcast. I'm stalling because I'm trying to find this thing. There it is. Okay. So normally we do This Week in Death. Uh, but that this not this week. Uh, this week uh, we're gonna give this week in death a, a little bit of a of a rest in peace, and we're actually going to do uh, songs about death. Ah, songs oh, about that's a good death. One. That's a good one. I like that one. I think it does it twice though. Oh, good. No, only once. Thank yeah. God. It's a, it's a big noise. <laughs> so we found an article on. What's this? It's called Enemy, but I don't know what that's Enemy. That's that's hilarious. Okay, well, did you say Enemy? N M E. It's yeah, a it's a, a blog. That, that's a the music. Uh, it's a it's a um Enemy. It's a no, it's a magazine in the UK. It's a music magazine in the UK. Oh, but I forgot what worldly. it stands for. I went to the Enemy um uh, awards one year. Oh, that's because so cool. Because my friend, whose band this was a long time ago, so. Hit her her brother's band was called um, Cooper Temple Claws, mm-hmm. and they won like new band of the year in two thousand. I want to say two thousand two. This was a long Ow. time ago. Yeah, and we got to go to the enemy like awards in London. It was pretty rad. Um, 
but what is this called? What does it stand for? What does enemy stand for? God, it, it, it not uh, much, everybody. It no, yeah, I don't think it. Uh, no, I don't know. New Music Entertainment. New Music Express. Oh, did you look that up or did you make that up? I half looked it up, half made up the express part. But I think okay. it's called. I think it's New Music Express. Is that's what it seems like? It's cool. easy. I mean, that's why. Yeah, I was right. This- new Musical Express. Oh, cool. That's good. Yeah. So it started in like the 1950s and it's it's like it has a gonzo journalism. It's kind of like they're like a Rolling oh. Stone. It's like a Rolling oh, yeah. Stone kind of, but like the British version of Rolling Stone. Oh, cool. So, so it, a little bit, yeah, not so rolling. Yeah. It's not, it's not as edgy. Yeah. <laughs> Stops for tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's great. So according to Enemy, these are the best songs about death. And so we're going to kind of go through them and at least talk a little bit about our experience with them. There's a, it's a big long list, so we'll we'll try to keep it pretty concise. It's a huge um, list, yeah. Yeah, the first one is Modest Mouth's "Ocean Breathes Salty." Um, how would you describe "Ocean Breathes Salty," Jen? Oh, um, I do. I okay. So I, I mean, I think that it's very um, moody. And it's very um, soothing. I mean, Modest Mouse songs, to me, I'm going to be honest, they all kind of sound the same. But it's yeah. that, but I still like it. It's not that I don't like it. But it's just that, um, yeah, it's like a very, um, I know the way that they describe it here is a kaleidoscope instrumental. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, a, yeah, I don't know. How would you describe it? Well, I mean, so it was the second single after their huge song, um, Float On. Right. So yeah. people kind of had really high expectations for it. And I actually I prefer it to float on. I think it's a and, better song than float on because I think it's more complicated. Yeah. And I think the lyrics are really cool. And it, I, the way it ends is one of my favorite ways a song has ever ended where it, it has a false end to it. And then yeah. it comes back for one more round of lyrics. And then yeah. it says like that part about it's like you wasted life. Why wouldn't you wait waste death? And then the actual way it ends is like you wasted life. Why wouldn't you waste the afterlife? And then just boom, it's like a mic drop moment. I just like, think that that's a cool boom. way to hit a song. Yeah. I think, I think the way that they describe death is really interesting because mm-hmm. that, that sounds a little like, um, I don't know. I feel like it's a little, it's a more realistic way of thinking of how people, um, you know, view death. Mm-hmm. Like what I mean is it's like it's romanticized, but it's also like it's I pissed at you for what what this like for what happened. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I see I feel like it's not it's one of those songs that like um, that actually gets to like a different kind of you know, truth or reality than other songs do yeah. or have a tendency to do um, because you do get really pissed about the people who you know, die in your life, especially if they die. I mean, I don't know specifically the background story for this one, but for me, it seems like um I don't know that like th- this person didn't have to die. Like there was something that, you know, that, that mm-hmm. they, that they did that, you know, I mean like that whole, like they wasted life, you wasted life. They talks about like jail. They talk about like all this kind of stuff. Right. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, you get pissed at people who waste their life away. Right. Yeah. Even if it's really tragic, like someone dies of a drug overdose, it's like super tragic, but you're also like, motherfucker, why did you do that? Yeah. Like yeah. why, like why the fuck did you do that? You fucking idiot. Like why, can't you just stop? And I know that's not, it's not logical, but it just like pisses you off. Yeah, I agree. I think this song kind of gets to that too. Um, if you're out there and you're like, man, I don't remember how this song goes. Well, lucky for you, we're making a Spotify playlist for you of all of these songs we're talking about. So you can listen along with, with us or afterwards or however, however it tickles your fancy. Um, but we'll move on to the next song on the list. 
which is uh, probably if you asked my mom what was a death song, she would she would give you this as the example. It is Eric Clapton's Tears in Heaven, which came out in 1993, and it was written about his son who died so tragically. <laughs> Uh, he fell out the window so of their apartment, right? <laughs> I, was, I wasn't sure whether I was going to say it or if you were going to yeah. say it. <laughs> yeah. He fell out a window. Jeez Louise. I know. God, isn't that terrifying? Yeah, it's so terrifying. I, I was actually, like, when this song, so when did this song come out? Because I feel like I was, like, a teenager then. It came out in 1993. Okay. Yeah, I guess I was, well, I was about to turn You were getting there. Yeah, getting you were there. a spunky tween. But I remember this being like super terrifying. Like I didn't know the background and I remember my parents talking about like the background story to this because his his son actually fell out of the window in like the 80s or something, right? Yeah, in 1987. Yeah. yeah okay. So this wasn't this was only like 6 years. Oh, there it is. Yeah, 1987. Mm-hmm. This was only 6 years after that. Um they were like they li- it was like in New York. They lived super high up and he just like fell out a window. It's um, so scary. Yeah, it's super scary. And then I just remember being really terrified of windows from then on. Yeah. You know what's weird, too? That is was my I, takeaway. <laughs> that's great. I think mean, I, I was really young when this came out. I, um, but I also had this, this other storyline in my head about who Eric Clapton was. And I knew that Eric Clapton had done a bunch of drugs when he was really young, you know? And so in my head, when I heard the story about his son falling out the window and like meshing it with the timeline of who I thought Eric Clapton was as a person, I thought it was extra tragic where like they had all been on like a drug binge and they weren't paying attention to his son oh, and he fell out. Oh yeah, which uh, did not happen. No, um, so. it was just it was just a freak accident. Yeah, it was just like he was just playing by the window. I guess I don't know. And how old was his son? Do you know? I mean, he was like uh, little, little, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I think he was like, like I want to say six, but I'll look it up. Oh, it he up. was six. Okay. I don't know. Hold on. So you can hear me clap. You can hear me typing because I'm looking it up. Yeah. Eric Clapton's son's name. Is, how old was Eric Clapton's son when he died? It's a very regular question. Um, four and a half years old. Four and a half. Okay. Yeah. So that's right at that age where you you let them wander off just a little bit, but you still bit. keep an eye on them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so scary. Oh, that's terrifying. Yes, now I, and was it at a hotel or was it at their apartment? For some reason, uh, in my head, I was thinking hotel. It was their high, all right, high rise. It was their high rise New York condominium. High rise New York condominium. Because now, up uh, like when when a building is really tall, they put like those those like um, those windows that you can't open up. Oh yes, oh yes. Like that's a huge thing now. They don't even you can't even do that anymore. Yeah, they won't mess around with it. No. The song is like a Delilah classic. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is. It plays on the radio at least oh, every it's night. Like, yeah, it's, it's all the time. Yeah, it's always on. Um, it's pretty. It is really pretty, and it's really sad. He played it at his MTV Unplugged, too. I remember that performance. Yeah. Isn't the it, link in the article, isn't it from his Unplugged performance? That's, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the music video. Oh, because okay. I, they also used to show that on VH1 constantly. But they, they tried to recreate the the experience of the unplugged through through the video too. Oh, but. okay, yeah. All right, that makes sense. All right, next one. Um, Brand news, Guernica. Guernica. I I like, I like the use of the um of the metaphor. It's a pretty good one. Do explain it. Oh, Guernica. It was a battle, but it was also mm-hmm. Picasso's like most famous. Well, I would. I think it's his. I think it's Picasso's most famous painting because, um. 
Well, because I feel like most people, even if they don't know the name of it, most people have seen it. Mm -hmm. um, hold on, let me get it for you. Is it the one with all the, I'm just going to say the faces in weird places, but that actually just That's describes it, so yeah. much. No, it's, <laughs> it's about like the, the huge wall one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the huge wall one. It's like, it's massive. And it was, um, it was about the, I want to say, is it the Civil War? I know it was a battle. It was the Guernica battle. But it was the bombing of Guernica at Basque Country Village in northern Spain by Nazi Germans. So it wasn't it wasn't during the Civil War. It was by um, by fascists. So it was his, but he was his huge, like, um, okay, I remember now. Yeah, it was commissioned, but it was his huge, uh... oh, no, it was the Spanish Civil War. Was created in response to the bombing of Guernica. So why was it um, the painting became famous and widely acclaimed, and it helped bring it worldwide attention to the Spanish Civil War? Yeah. Um, so that's why that's what I meant by metaphor, because I was like, it's a civil war, and it's because the song itself is about someone with like a terminal illness. So it's like the mm -hmm. body fighting the body, right? Ooh, so yeah. Like a civil war, right? Yeah. Um, I second guess myself for a second, but it is about the, it is about the civil war. It brought a lot of attention to this about the Spanish Civil War. Um, so, uh, but yeah, if you, so if you remember the painting specifically, but like the, the actual Guernica was a city that was bombed. Um, and then, uh, yeah, lots of tension came to the civil war. So that's what I meant by the metaphor. But, okay. um, but the, the, the actual songs were like, the actual song is about how, you know, the person, the speaker, the singer, whatever, is like, take my body instead, like take everything that you want from my body so that you have like, so that you're, you know, that you can live. So, mm. because there's this civil war happening with their cells. Mm. Yeah. Oh boy, brand new. Good for them. See, I got some. I got some knowledge in my brain that helps. That helps them um, with you know knowing about songs. <laughs> nailing it. You're nailing it. <laughs> Am I nailing it? Oh, sorry. yeah. <laughs> so the next one is Frank Turner's "Long Live the Queen." Yeah. And uh, this is a folk punk song, and I haven't heard it. Do you know? Have you heard it before? Um, I have heard that before, but do you want to listen to it quickly? It's pretty short. Um, and, uh, sure. I mean, I'm not going to say no on 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 the air. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let's see if it'll. Let's see if it'll actually play with it. All right, but okay. Let me let me just play it real fast. Lying in the hospital She'd been pretty sick for about half a year But it seemed like this time the end was drawing near So dropped my plans and jumped the next London train I found her laid up and in a lot of pain The prize met mine and then I understood That a weather forecast wasn't looking too good So sad and started stories for a little while Okay, I'll pause it there But that's, that's, that's Frank Turner and yeah. I wanted to get to the part where you can hear what they're talking about because the, the little, like, explanation is, like, um, uh, like the grief and shock have actually knocked the air from his lungs. Like, he sounds yeah. out of breath during it. And there's a lot yeah. a lot of, like, times during the song he's like, <gasps> like that. And so mm -hmm. I think, you know, that's the that's what they were, like, referring to there. But it's a really good song. It's um, Yeah. Yeah. It's like a – and I think that's a good way to describe it. They said folk punk song. I guess that's mm -hmm. a pretty good way to describe it because it's – um. Mm -hmm. It is, uh, it's not, it's not electric. It's, um, uh, what do you acoustic. call it? Acoustic. Yeah. So it's mm -hmm. acoustic and it's just like him, but it's really good. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Fun. It sounds very against me-ish. I bet it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's influencing. A good yeah. Uh, so the next song is Kanye West's only one. And then he said that he wrote the song with Paul McCartney 
Uh, and it was about his mom who about died mom. in 2007. Yeah. Um, and it's a so good song. It's, it's not one of my favorite Kanye songs, but it's okay, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of neat that it's written from the perspective of his mom. Yeah, I mean, that's Kanye. pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's pretty, but that's so Kanye West, though, isn't it? Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't just want to talk. I want my mom to talk to me. I want my mom I'm going to make her talk to me. me. Yeah, I'm going to make her talk to me. <laughs> totally true yeah and then it becomes like he's the center of the song oh of course yeah (laughs) well of course oh so annoying why do i get why do i get so annoyed by him he has like no bearing on my life and i'm still like it's super no i don't know why well you know he's a he's a a behemoth in our culture he makes choices that impact how what people talk about and yeah so he ends up having to talk about thing. him it's like he makes these choices with that you know that affect affect you know a lot of in terms of pop culture and yeah i mean it's not a, it's a good song it's not a bad song but um yeah. what's but, gonna happen when he dies who's gonna oh there's always gonna be somebody that's gonna fill the space i know don't even take his place i don't care about that that's fine there's a ton of people who would love to have the chance to be the next kanye but like i mean like who's gonna um like eulogize him in song Oh, um. He doesn't have a lot of friends, I don't think, <laughs> anymore. Maybe Jay-Z, maybe? I mean, who's his friend? Uh, not Taylor Swift. <laughs> no. Um, no, but Mike Myers? I guess Myers? Pro- probably, pro- no. <laughs> I guess probably Jay-Z. I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough about him to know who his friends are, so I don't know who, like, supports him anymore, but. Seems like he doesn't keep a lot of people close except Kim Kardashian. Yeah, that's true. He, I just, I had such high hopes for him when he said that George Bush hates black people. Like, yeah, I was, that was so you cool. know, I was like, mm-hmm. wow, this dude's gonna like do amazing stuff. And then, like, you know, how many years later, and he's like having dinner with Trump. Like, I don't want to. Yeah. what the fuck happened? You know, so wacky. How did we get to this point? You know. Oh my goodness. Next song on the list is by Warren Zevon. Do you and... like Warren Zevon? Um, you know, I'm not too too familiar, but it's it's neat to have. I figured he he's he would be one of the one of the um musicians that you were like super attached to. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It, I have a hard time now if it's not a lady. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Spotify the other day was like, why did you choose this list then? Like I like most of these dudes, like most of them are dudes. I- historical music in the past about what that features guys i'm totally into but like spotify made four four daily mixes for me yesterday and all of them featured maybe three or four guys total <laughs> out of 25 songs each fair i mean it's so fair. what about you talk talk speak speak to him a little um i like warren zevon but mostly because i you know i i like acoustic songs like i'm i'm a i'm like a super you know acoustic kind of person i don't know is that is that how do you say how do you say it like i'll, I'll give you an example like i went to i went to bob dylan by myself oh I'm cool like that kind of person you know <laughs> that's what i do um but warren zevon's been around for a long time so um i guess that's why i was like i thought maybe he would be one of your one of your go-to's um he's not really i mean he's not really like country or anything like that i mean no but he, which is what I think of, like, your go-tos as being mostly country. Or yeah, I like Tegan and Sarah. 
Um, 90 country, 90s yeah, country, 90s or country, lady country, you know, that kind of thing. Turn of the century indie yeah. rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's always. Yeah. I could do, I could do postal service. <laughs> you totally do postal service. Yeah. Um, no, but I like, I like, I like this song because I feel like it's real. I don't know. It's just, it's real sweet, I guess. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. The article says that it's weirdly uplifting rather than morbid. Yeah. Is... Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like the angrier songs. I'm more of like, you know, I want, I want, you know, a lot of anger when it comes to death. I think those songs are, are, are more cathartic, but I just like Zayvon's voice. So, you know, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. The next one is a classic and I've heard it before. Uh, the Beatles, let it be. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard this one before? <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know if maybe you're familiar, but the Beatles uh, were a, a band. The Beatles? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's interesting because it's not spelled like the bug. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but I mean, "Let It Be" is a great song. It's so beautiful, and it's a. I think it's a. I didn't. I don't know if I ever really thought of it as a a song about death itself versus like I don't greater. Wrote, I don't know if they wrote it. Yeah, I think it's about loss for sure, or like mm-hmm. just accepting things. But I don't know if they. Did they, I mean, did they write it as a death song? Because I don't know if, if that happened or not. Um, I mean, right, it says right here that it's really about, like, the universe's, <laughs> it's, it's in, this is the quote, the universe's seemingly batshit mental motives. <laughs> and so it's kind of like a, it's really more of like a zen kind of like, just let it, gotta, gotta let it go. Stuff just happens. Yeah. Um, did you see Across the Universe? I did see Across the Universe, yeah. Did you care for Across the Universe? Um, I mean, it was okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I just I, this would this would be one of those ones. A lot of people uh, really like it, and a lot of people want it to die in a fire. I'm uh, oh gosh, you know, I'm always kind of like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> you're not a big musical theater person, so I'm not a big musical theater person. No. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm, I don't really have very many opinions, except I just like giving people shit about Hamilton all the time. Oh sure, sure. I, I mean, I just you know, it's it's good. It's a good musical. It's just not good rap. Mm, you're wrong, but, but it's okay. I'm really right, but I'm super super it's, right. It's, it's a historical good musical. It's a good musical, but it's okay. not good rap. Like I don't understand why people get so upset by that by me saying that. Because it's just not correct. But it's not good rap. Like if you compared. Hamilton rap, take it out of the context of being a music a musical and just take the Hamilton rap out and you compared okay. it to the best rap. It's not the best rap. But the content being discussed is what makes was what takes it up a ton of notches. Okay, so it's the content is good, but the but the actual like structure of like rap, it's not it's not interesting rap. It's just like Yes it is. It's just like normal <laughs> rap. But it's not. But it is not but when you consider the, the, the subject matter. That's what I'm saying. You have to have the context of it in order for you to understand its genius. And if you take that away from it, then that, then I mean, that's like saying, rap. but that does, you could do that with anything. Like can, we could go back up to Kanye West and be like, he has good if rap you took sometimes. Out, no, but if you took out his um, innovative approach to lyrics, then he's not good rap. And then you're like, but that's his rap. <laughs> no, but he, but he does. That's, that, that's the actual like structure of the rap. He had an innovative way of putting words together. Hamilton just had con- like a different content than other rap. Like they put a history content to it. 
But all of that is what's necessary for you to give it a full opinion about not even an opinion. You're you're stating a, that it's it's good or bad rap. You're giving it like a, a qualification. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not you can't do that unless you can't take out the thing that makes it good and say it's bad because you could do that but with what anything. I'm say, what, no, but what I'm saying is the thing that makes it good has nothing to do with rap. That has to do with musical theater. That's what I'm trying to say. No. No, 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 no. That's, that's not what you're trying to say. You're moving yes, the I argument. Am. No, I'm saying <laughs> if you take out the musical theater context, it's it's mm-hmm. not good rap. It's just but it's just okay rap. The content of the rap itself is I what makes know. it good and that's what, but And that's why it became famous. But if you just listen to... It's good musical see, theater. You're, Can you're I just put that? It's good right musical now. theater. It's good mm-hmm. musical theater. That's all I'm going to say. Is, this is an acceptable concession, and I really just want to talk about Across the Universe. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Talk about Across the Universe. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm in love with Evan Rachel Wood. Um, and also, yeah, they sing Let It Be in Across the Universe. Yeah. And a little kid sings it before he dies. So it's like uh, a really moving part yeah. of that piece. I remember that now. I, I remember watching it. Because I watched the movie. I watched that. Yeah. Um, and that is really good. I do remember that. Okay. So Puff Daddy, Faith Evans. Ugh. I'll be This is you. the whole reason why I wanted to talk about this list today. Oh, is <laughs> like, it really? Because like, this is Yeah, really I was good. like. We're going to talk about I'll, miss, I'll be missing you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Just, Did you see the live performance, though? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It was it's, very famous. It's so bad. <laughs> it's it's a terrible song, but it's such a good tribute. No, the video is really good, though. Like, yeah, actually, but if like, you take the video. The, yeah, it's a very good video, but if yeah. you take it out of the video, it's bad it's rap. Bad. It's very bad. <laughs> I agree with you, though. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. It's not good. Yeah. But it's historical. I mean, it really, it came, it was a response to something that happened oh, in history. And, the, and I mean, it's very video, important. The video is a good tribute. They should have left it as a video. Oh, well, I mean, you can't. Because it was, because it, well, it was produced well. Yeah. Well, everything by, I mean, that was. The, well, I know, I mean, that's most music. It's produced well. But not even that. I'm just saying like that year, Puff Daddy, everything he did was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now he's Diddy. Um, but like everything he was doing was a big deal and beautiful like this video is. Yeah, but like. um true. With lots of, like, fisheye lens and all that stuff. Yeah, um, he did a lot of that fisheye. It was cool, though. I loved it. I, I, I loved it. It was... A, it killed on TRL. Didn't somebody come out recently? Oh, Suge. Suge Knight said he knows he knows who killed um, Tupac. Because it's probably him. I'm pretty sure it's him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you should be I going around tried, saying I that. Think he tried, no, but I think he tried to use it as leverage and something. And then he like took it back because I'm like he probably was like oh fuck it was me. <laughs> no, I like I could see him in a fight at a party where somebody was like you don't know anything. Well, I know who killed Tupac. Oh, yeah. who was it? Oh, uh, uh, he went that way. <laughs> Smoke bomb. <laughs> Just dangles the guy outside of a balcony yeah. like he did to Vanilla Ice and brings him back. Uh, that's really funny. <laughs> um, I would say my least favorite part of the song, although I love this, I, I ironically with delight love this song. Yeah. I have a giant issue with the way that they've adapted I'll be, uh, Every Breath You Take. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because that song is so creepy. And it like, um, and then to make it about missing somebody, it just, it feels like they had to really like, bend it to their will yeah to make it be something and then yeah. the, i mean the actual hip-hop parts of it the, the lyrics are very sweet because they are about biggie and i think that that's really nice there's people who really cared about him yeah 
That happens a lot, though, when somebody, like, like you know, takes, like, samples music. Ugh. There's like, a couple songs recently you that I didn't know what that, what that meant. <laughs> Did you listen to that song? It's like um that Jason Derulo song that quotes uh, that uh, Image and Heap song. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, what? What? Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one, Local Natives Airplanes. I don't know this song. Do you know this song? I don't song? know this one either. Mm-mm. No, I don't know this one. Uh, so we'll just run through it real quickly. It is um, a tribute to a beloved grandparent who died. Uh-huh. And it is uh, vocals, sparse percussion, and minimalist piano. Boring. <laughs> is it by a girl? No. Okay, moving on. Boring. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sure it's beautiful. It's about a grandparent. Come on, everyone's yeah. lost a grandparent. Any song that's been produced is, you know, um, a small miracle. So yeah, congrats to them. LCD sound uh, system, someone great. I didn't realize this was about death. Yeah. Uh, this is about getting a dreaded phone call about the death of a friend or relative set to muted electronica. Yeah, I guess I just listened to it and didn't didn't really think of the lyrics, but that makes sense now. They're performing a lot in my neighborhood this week. Oh, really? You should yeah, because they're them. coming out with new stuff. Yeah. Flaming uh, Lips, probably yeah. the most famous Flaming Lips song. Oh, definitely. Only because it's been on like every single commercial possible. Yeah, exactly. You got a new video game? Use the Flaming Lips. Do you got a yeah. car to sell? Use, Use the, the Flaming, flaming lips. lips. Yeah. Yeah. Got some really Flaming good, Lips. Really good song. But I hate Wayne Coyne, but it's a really good song. Yeah. How come? What, what's wrong with Wayne? Uh, he's kind of shitty. Yeah. He's a little. He's just one of those little like. I mean, he's not. He's just kind of shitty. That's all. He's okay. done shitty things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's, I mean, he's not as bad as some other people. We're at that point now where that, that's our, that's our, our marker. <laughs> he's shitty, but he's not as bad as that other dude. <laughs> but it's good. I mean, it's good to have this on the record because then as soon as something happens, you could be like, I told you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at the episode of Dead Things when we talked I about it. I told you. Shitty. He's a mm-hmm. shitty, shitty man. Yeah. So Wayne Coyne's dad died of heroin addiction. Right? Oh. No, no, no. The band member, sorry, Stephen Jones' heroin addiction and the death of Wayne Coyne's father. That's it. So the kind of the combination. Yeah, the combination yeah. of the two. But it's such a good song, and it definitely makes you feel like you know really pretty. Yeah, <laughs> makes you feel really pretty. <laughs> yeah, because of the I mean the lyrics. Like, do you realize yeah. you're the most? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's have you nice. seen the? Um, you know, they did. I, I mean, the video that's on here is like the actual video, but there's a um, like an artist did a like an animated video is that the one you're talking about oh no i was thinking of the one where they um they filmed it it, they filmed a live version of it in like the like hollywood um cemetery oh wow it's really good that's a really good version of it and it's all like there's like a ton of people there and everyone's singing it like flaming lips is one of those it's definitely like polyphonic spree where it's like you, you know who the band members are, but then there's also just like sometimes a billion people on stage. 70, 100,000 people. Yeah, they just people. have like mm-hmm. so many people on stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did that. There was like all of these people in a cemetery and everyone's singing and, and playing like crazy instruments, like not instrument instruments, but like, I don't know. You should watch it. It's really good. Yeah. We'll put the link up to that too on Twitter. Yeah, for sure. Cool. The next song is Radiohead's Videotape. Radiohead. I mean, I think at this point now, Radiohead has enough of a library that you could probably find a song by them that has something to do with everything. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so this just happens to be the death Radiohead song. Yeah. Although I will say I did watch somebody do um, Creep as a karaoke song. 
and I told you about this too. They, they the the karaoke version was so off on the lyrics that instead of saying like I'm a creep, I'm a weirdo, it said I'm a creep, I'm a widow. Oh no. <laughs> Changed the song completely. I don't think you told me that. Oh yeah. <laughs> maybe you did. Maybe you, I don't know. Maybe I took a picture of it. I'll I'll share that too. Okay, okay. I'm a creep, I'm a widow. I'm That's a widow. Bio. <laughs> yeah. What the hell am I doing here? <laughs> Nick Cave featuring PJ Harvey, Henry Lee. Henry Lee is one of my favorite. We actually called our cat Henry Lee for a, oh. from a long time ago. That cat's dead yeah. now, but sure. yeah, but, sure, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. But um, this is one of my favorite songs ever. Nick Cave is just one of my favorite musicians ever. But oh, he's great. This is one is of my favorite you can, songs ever. Is it because you can sing in his register? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You're of Leonard Cohen, anyways. <laughs> Um, partially, but, um, no, but he, I mean, he's just is really good. Like one of my favorite songs of, of his is, um, oh fuck. What's the name of that song? Hold on. I always forget the title of the song. It's one of my right, favorite right, songs yeah. and I always forget the title. It starts with, um, I know, hold on. Into my oh, arms. Yes. I love that song very That's much. A really good song. Hold on. I'm going to play this. Just the first part. good he's so yeah. good kelly and i were talking about this song the other day too and uh this what henry lee or the one that i just no played? no this one this one uh into my arms oh yeah into my arms yeah it's, it's one of my quiet. favorite songs in the entire universe it's very pretty it's henry lee better. henry lee came out in 1996 though that was like yeah it's been a long it's been a while yeah mm-hmm. yeah but yeah but i named my cat in like the early 2000s we named him henry lee that's a great idea Yep. And you get to watch Nick and PJ Harvey dance in the video, which you is do. awesome. I love PJ Harvey. Uh, Blue Oyster Cult, Don't Fear the Reaper. This also, I mean, if you imagine that we were going to go through a list of songs about death, this I'd is not have this. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the it's the I need more cowbell song. <laughs> and it's about not fearing death and accepting its inevitability. Why do I, why is that still funny? It shouldn't be funny. I don't, it's such a weird sketch. But I it can't... shouldn't be funny anymore. Like that's so cliche <laughs> that it should be funny. You know what I mean? Because every, everyone, everyone, like every single person, co- has commented that at least once on the internet. Needs more cowbell, yeah. like whatever it is, you know. Like, mm-hmm. but it's still funny. Have you? Ever, there's a lot of times where I'll be watching Saturday Night Live and I'll try to imagine the sketch on paper. Oh yeah. And that's that. one of those ones that is so weirdly. I can't imagine that it even has well, half of the stuff works, that ended up it. Only in it only works because of what's his face. Walking. Yeah. So Will Ferrell is in it, and then he's going crazy, and then Jimmy Fallon breaks in it, and he was known for breaking, like and laughing during the sketch, and then just the performance of uh, Christopher Walken in the sketch is so weird. And then, then Chris Parnell is like a really good straight man, so it does have like all these like elements of a really good sketch. I just can't imagine that somebody wrote it, much less that it, it just seems like something like happened and then it existed. 
Yeah, that's exactly what happened. But I think I I mean, the, but honestly, the only the only reason it works is because of Christopher Walken. That's the only reason it works. Yeah. No, I mean, who else is going to do that? They're going to it, it, you can't. Who else is going to be able to pull off that line? Miley Cyrus. No. <laughs> no. All right. Well, it's worth a shot. No. All right. Uh, Elliot Smith, King's Crossing. Do you like Elliot Smith? Or I guess, uh, did you like Elliot Smith? Cause he's did I like nice. Elliot Smith? He is yeah. not with us anymore. Um, you know, Elliot Smith is a gifted uh, performer who wrote many songs that are beloved by lots of people. You have no idea. No, I like him. <laughs> I like him okay. I, whatever. <laughs> he's fine. Can I, you I mean, think I of one Elliot Smith song? I mean, yep. King's Crossing doesn't count. Sure. Nope. I there was one about like there's oh gosh no I had a friend who made me a, a playlist of just Elliot Smith songs. He's so good. And I uh, you know I don't it's at the very very bottom of my Spotify. Well, because you like happier stuff, don't you? Yeah, I mean, sort it's not, but I never have really found him to be morose. Oh God. Like, he just kind of seems like fine. I no, I don't know. He's so sad. Pictures of me. That's a song by Elliot Smith. That's, That's okay. That's the one that was on that on that um, movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, he has better songs than that one. Yeah. Um, okay. Queen. Show must go on. Yeah. I mean, this he also this just song. wait one second though. He also just died in a really incredible way. Oh yeah. I mean, the way that Elliot Smith died is 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 notable beyond, and that's why I'll never speak ill of him. I think that that's that's just like insane. Like that's how how do you how do you stab yourself like that in the chest? Yeah, it's oh oh gosh, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Queen show must yeah. go on. Good uh, this song, crazy to me. Yeah, great song. Came out, you know, right as Freddie Mercury was really, really coming to terms with his illness, and uh, they. I mean, he was so sick that they weren't even sure they were going to be able to record it. Yeah. And then he got it. He got it out, and it's an it's an incredible song. If you didn't know the background, it would still be a good song. And then when you know the background, it's like devastating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one is Rufus Wainwright's Memphis Skyline. And although I love Rufus Wainwright, I don't know if I've heard this song before. I'm not super into Rufus Wainwright. Oh, it's because he's too musical theater. Probably. I mean, I like, you know, I, I didn't know that it was a tribute to Jeff Buckley. I like Jeff Buckley. Mm. Love Jeff Buckley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it came on Want 2. By the time it Want 1 and Want 2 came out, I kind of had lost interest in Rufus Wainwright just because uh, okay. it's one long it's drone really sound, but I like him. <laughs> yeah, well, because I – see, maybe that's – because how I think about Elliot Smith, some people – okay, the way that you think about Rufus Wainwright, that's how some people think about Elliot Smith. Mm-hmm. But if you <laughs> listen to all of Elliot Smith's songs, it, like, it's not – I mean, they're all very different, but, I mean, they, you know, they have all these, like – complexities to them but oh absolutely and i don't want people to get like hateful about this i'm not saying i don't like elliot smith i have no problem with him as a the title as a the title yeah. of this of this episode is going to be sarah kennedy hates elliot smith please don't do this to me <laughs> did you see what what sarah named the the episode that yes I'm on? yes <laughs> Our dear friend Sarah Mallory has another podcast called um, Stupid Zero. Stupid Zero, and Jen was a guest this week on or last week on the episode, and you should you should listen to it and uh, rate and review them on iTunes. Um, yeah, it's, but it's pretty good. What's the name of the? T- tell me the episode <laughs> title so they can find you, Jen. They, she named it um, Mueller is for fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's catchy. <laughs> 
So there you go. Uh, ben Folds 5, Brick. Yeah, this is another one that I... I well, here's the problem. When I think of um, women's health issues yeah. and abortion <laughs> as a topic, yeah. I, I forget that it uh, involves what some would consider death. Yeah. And so I when I saw this on the list, I didn't consider it to be a death song. Yeah. So much as like its own issue song. Yeah, I think it's its own issue song. I mean, I the way the way that I the way that, the first reason why I thought it was on there was because I thought it was like mourning their relationship or something. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um but no, it they they go full out here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would have added it myself. I think I think you could make an entire list of music that is like songs about um probably abortion and this would be song number one yeah that's true do you consider but, abortion like death though yes death i mean i mean that that's what that's like the key to the whole debate about no. abortion really i mean, I mean sometimes sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't i think that's where it comes down to it here, for here's, some here's my thinking though if you consider it death then that's your choice yeah but because it's up for debate then we should just leave it legal and then if you consider it death then don't do it don't get one. Yeah. Yeah. If you consider it like terminating the pregnancy before it becomes a life, then, you know, mm-hmm. then do it. Yeah. Which cool. is how I kind of think of it. Yeah. That there's a I potential think... there, but if there were, if, if there are reasons why it shouldn't happen, then you should just pull the plug, <laughs> as it were. Oh, um, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ashang Rilaz, leader of the pack. Leader of the pack. It's about a zombie. That was about a zombie. Um. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. No, that's my boyfriend's back, and my they made a movie. Back. That's it. That's about it. her dead boyfriend, boyfriend who comes back as a zombie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but... That's that's the wrong one. Leader of the pack Leader... is different. Yeah, it's like the opposite of that song that Pearl Jam does the cover of. Oh, okay. So instead of like it being like, this guy has a girlfriend, and then, oh no, she dies. This one is like, this girl loves this boy, and her parents will let him date him, and then he dies. And then he's dead. And so he just it's, he runs off on his motorcycle. And he's dead. Mm-hmm. His bike crashes and then dies. I dated a guy who, who um, uh, rode a Harley. So did I. No, you didn't. I'm not joking with you. In, in high school, I had a boyfriend. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. I, um, he turned out to be kind of a, I mean, he was okay, but I, I just, like, got mad at him towards the end of our relationship, and we only, he only had one helmet, so he'd oh. give the helmet to me, and I'd wear the helmet, and then every time he stopped at, like, a stoplight or something, I would conveniently, like, accidentally move forward and then knock him on the head with my helmet. Oh, sure. It's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> that and that did not end well. <laughs> Anyways, Pearl Jam, last kiss. Well, yes, it's so it's so interesting that we were just talking about Leader of the Pack being the opposite of this song because this is the song that. Um, well, it was originally by. Uh, what's up by Wayne Cochran? That's that's incorrect. Oh, it wasn't by Wayne Cochran. It's by those two boys. Maybe they had another cover of it too. Hold on. So this is about a car crash, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I'm wrong about that. But anyway, so, yeah. So it's just kind of this... It's like a, one of those story songs from the 50s where it's just like... Because it starts. It starts like very much like once upon a time, I was with a girl and everything was fine and then it wasn't and now she's dead. And that's like the whole song. 
because it's like we were out on a date in her daddy's car. Oh yeah, and now she's dead. Yeah, and it's so violent near the end of it. It's like like in, for a fifty song that has kind of one of these like big melodies to it. Like there's a whole part where he's just talking about like how he had to like like look through broken glass and hold her body in his arms and like really yeah it's it's, super it gets like really graphic yeah and so it was kind of a forgotten 50s song until pearl jam did the cover of it yeah and then they kind of went pretty far with it and i think that's pretty cool for them to have done that because it really does show i mean it it stayed it's timeless because of how tragic it is as a song yeah Um, and it's pretty cool that's all of them that's it that's all of them you have any that you felt should have been on the list? Uh, put me on the spot here. Um, I know. No, I don't think so. I have to think about it for a second. What about you? I, what do you think well, should have been on there? I had one. Let me. I'm trying to get it to come up here real fast. Oh, I know. Give my love to Rose by um, Johnny Cash. Oh yeah, that would have been a good one. Yeah. It makes me cry every time. Retweet every time. <laughs> oh wait, let's get to the actual. Hold on, let's get to the chorus. That's a good one. That should have yeah. been on there. That was probably one. That's probably one of the best death songs. Yeah, that's a really he good one. He just finds some dude on the train tracks and he's like, "Here's my money. I trust you to give my love to Rose and my money. Please give my well, money to Rose." Yeah, I mean, if that was all, if that was your only option, you'd probably reach out to any sign of humanity yeah, like you get ha- yeah. your hands on. Yeah, yeah. it's just really good. It's a really good song. I, for one, think there could have been more ladies on the list. <laughs> yes, there could have been more ladies. Can you think um, of I, one lady song? I can think of three songs I wish were on I the think list. the only lady was PJ Harvey, and that was just as a... Um, and the Shangri-Las, because they sing the pack. Angel by Sarah McLachlan, although it's super cliche, and now it's about sad dogs. It's really about the overdose of the original drummer from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, and I, I think, didn't know that. Yeah, if you listen to the song, like, actually listen to it, it's a really, like, uh, a beautiful exploration of the pain he was going through before he, he died. And so I think that that would have been a really cool one. Although now people just hear it and they write it off, which is sad. Yeah. Sadder than the actual song. Um, I also think One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men would have been a great oh, addition. That's a good one. Yeah. And then my final choice is not a lady. I would have liked to hear The Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, oh yes. I love that Why song. Why didn't I think about that? It's a good oh, one. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Hmm. All right. Uh, what you got going on? 
Uh, well, I've got quite a few shows this week um, all over New York. I have been really, really good about updating the calendar on my website. So if people are ever in New York and want to see me, they should go to sarahkcomedy.com because I have a very well cured. I like, am working my hardest to get to New York this summer. You should. I'm going to try. We'll so get you on a bazillion exactly shows. I exactly when, but I know that I'm going to try. Because nice. I, I, do... I kind of have like, I have a really like chilled out summer. So I want to, I want to try to, cause I don't, I mean, only, all I have is one work trip that I have to do. And last sure. summer I had like, oh my God, I was gone. Like every you were packed. fucking yeah. week I was gone. It was really sucked. But, um, yeah. So I'm hoping if, you know, if I can make this That'd happen. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're doing a power hour in a couple weeks and I'm very excited about oh, it. Oh, you are? Yeah. We're going to do it at Arlene's grocery. Ah, oh, perfect. Yeah, and we got a beer sponsor too, so oh, we're super great. excited. You yeah. didn't, you haven't said anything. I know. We're it was just it was coming together yesterday, and we just booked the two comedians for it. So okay. more information will be about yeah, that will be coming out it. too. Yeah. So that's another thing that I want to do too is I guess I'm going up to Denver um, for Denver Comic Con, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I am planning on trying to do a power hour during that probably. That's awesome. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And and I got new pants and I'm going to be America Travis. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, I saw it. Oh, yeah. What if you just and I got new pants and I got new pants. No, I got American flag pants. Yeah, those are gonna awesome. be America Chavez. So I was thinking about doing like America Chavez, like doing like doing a power hour during the Comic-Con and then having us dress like like superheroes while doing yeah. it. So yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. And then I'm on again. Um, Stupid's Arrow. You go on SoundCloud, you should find it. And the title of my episode is Mueller is for fucking. <laughs> and also, just because I only have a couple more episodes of it, I've also been doing my 12 episode deep dive about Ellen, which is dwelling on Ellen. And you can find that on iTunes. And if you guys listen to it, it's going to get real good in these last couple of weeks. Real good. Can't wait. Uh, so, uh, Jen, how can people find well? Uh, no, I'm sorry. How can people find dead things on the internet? How can people? Find- you can go to SoundCloud and look for Dead Things Podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Dead Things Pod. Find us on Facebook, Dead Things Podcast. Uh, you can. What else can you do? You can email us at Dead Things Podcast at gmail dot com, or you can call us at eight zero two four three eight eight six eight six. Give them that phone number one more time. 802-438-8686. And you know what? I need to tell you that this was actually linked to my to my cell phone for a while for some reason. Oh. <laughs> and anytime okay. anybody called, my cell phone rang. And I couldn't figure it out until just recently. So. Well, you know what? So people have been calling us recently? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a, vo- a voicemail in a while. But, uh, but call us, please. Yeah, please, if you'd like to be but directly connected actually, to Genevieve. Okay. Now you yeah, now you're, now you're not actually calling me. So, Shoot. Shoot. You guys should have called in earlier. Yeah. Um, Could but have yeah. answered it. Mm-hmm. I almost answered it once, and I was like, what is this? And then it took me it took me like a while, and I looked, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dead things People number. be calling. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, so talk to us. We'll be posting the links to this article, um, the Spotify playlist that we make out of all these songs, and also uh, some of the other stuff we've been talking about here on to Twitter. So check out check us out there. And then, most importantly of all things, don't die and keep listening. We love you. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Hey, hey! Oh,
This has been a Sex Pot Comedy Joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalitvari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. Every day at sexpotcomedy.com or at a show near you. Until next time, be well, friends.